You're listening to Khan Podcasts. We are speaking on day two of this extended operation in Janine. In your assessment, what are its aims? Have they been achieved? And what next? First of all, let's be frank. Uh, none of us know exactly what are the main aims as uh, the commanders of the IDF had put uh, and brought to the political uh, leadership, uh, we can guess. Uh, if we guess, we believe, I believe, that uh, most of what was uh, planned was achieved already. Uh, but having said that, I understand that not all of it. Uh, in this case, what usually is happening is that uh, the military leadership, together with the political leadership, try to check the balance between what will be the price of going on with the same operation and what can uh, be the benefit of it. Uh, Based on this kind of thinking, I believe that uh, it's a matter of time. I'm not sure if it will be uh, stopped today, tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, perhaps it will take even a few more days, uh, but the main reason for this uh, decision that will be taken is based on the intelligence that we have, based on the evidence that we already have. Uh, every time that I say we, I mean them. Uh, if we have still enough information to go on with operation that will bring us uh, more uh, details, more weapons, more explosions, and uh, we will be able to arrest uh, more people that we are looking for, uh, looking after. And uh, based on that, the military leadership will ask the political leadership and will give them the advice to stop at that moment. Uh, Are we already in this uh, stage? I believe that still not. Uh, Are we far away from this uh, point? I think that we are not far away from it. We've received some details about the objectives that have been achieved so far in terms of the discovery and the destruction of explosives labs and uncovering of weapons and so forth. Regarding the infrastructure, the actual organizational terrorist infrastructure that Israel is facing in this area, is it something that it has encountered in the past or has there been discussion that it's new that there isn't really a an organized structure for these armed groups as far as we know uh first of all uh, attacks against israelis within the west bank or from gaza or within israel is based not on uh, different ideologies that one day is a different one from the other day. The willingness to attack Israelis and to try to kill Israelis, including to kill Israeli civilians, that became in the last few years the main target, much more than Israeli soldiers, is based from the terrorist point of view on uh, opportunities. And they found opportunity today, uh, we'll know the details later, uh, to send a vehicle with explosions, with people that are willing to attack Israelis even out of that vehicle, and they use that opportunity. Now, dealing with who is taking the decision 
what kind of infrastructure or organizational structure uh, in Jenin, we know that most of these people uh, are uh, related to some of the organizations. The headquarters of these organizations are in Gaza or abroad. They are not in Jenin. Having said that, in Jenin, there is somebody that is the local commander that give orders, get the money, get the knowledge, and give it to those that implement the attacks. So do we call it infrastructure? Yes, it's some kind of infrastructure, but a very low-level infrastructure. The main headquarters, there is the main uh, place that send the knowledge and the money and the orders uh, sit outside, as I said, in Gaza or abroad. Uh, but those that lead the operations from Jenin uh, to attack Israelis in the West Bank or in Israel, uh, some of them sit in Jenin, and we are looking for them. We are looking for the individuals, and we are looking for the uh, what we call infrastructure means uh, laboratories of explosions. We mean places where they hide weapons or explosions. Uh, so it's some kind of a, a joint venture between inside Jenin and outside Jenin. So eliminating the capabilities also to carry out and the means to carry out these kinds of attacks. They collect and they uh, even uh, they have some kind of uh, laboratories when where they uh, develop uh, this kind of um, weapons and explosions. Uh, it's not very difficult if you have basic materials to uh, have some kind of uh, weapons. Some of them they smuggle from Jordan. Some of them they stole, they steal from uh, Israelis. Uh, some of them are coming from the Palestinian uh, police uh, without the permission of the Palestinian police leadership, but individuals send them or give them uh, weapons. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can go into the Internet and you can uh, learn how do you use uh, dual-use uh, materials to create uh, explosions. So this is what they are doing. We understand it. We know it. Once we have uh, the uh, knowledge and we have the information and we have exact information uh, where exactly we can find it, we uh, go for an operation. The operation today is not very unique. It's part of uh, different operations that take place almost every night. Uh, now, what had happened was that uh, they decided, the commanders decided that it's time and we have enough information to go for a, a much bigger operation compared to what uh, is done every day. But it's not uh, something that is... Uh, really, really uh, different uh, from what we are doing or to what the armed forces are doing almost every day. But I would like to have another comment. Look, we are facing and we emphasize on the tactical uh, issues on the ground. Uh, the IDF operation in Jenin and the terrorist attack that took place in uh, Tel Aviv a short time ago. I think that all of us need to have a look on the bigger picture. The bigger picture is there is no uh, reason for uh, all kind of uh, people like these terrorists and not to attack us other than moral reasons. Uh, I think that the uh, Palestinian leadership 
need to do much more to try to avoid these kind of activities. And I think that the Israeli leadership must change the Israeli policy and must help the uh, Palestinian Authority to do their job. I think that uh, what the Israeli policy or the current Israeli policy is not to strengthen the Palestinian Authority. And when the Palestinian Authority is weak, it means that the Islamic Jihad and the Hamas are strong. This is against the Israeli interest. And I hope that we will do much more to help the Palestinian Authority to do what we expect them to do. And I mean on the uh, military or security or defense uh, issues, but I think that the Israeli side can do much more on the civilian one because the real interest, the real Israel interest, is to try to divide between the main Palestinian uh, uh, civilians and those few that are terrorists. And I think that the fact that uh, during this operation, uh, 120,000 Palestinians came from the West Bank into Israel for work, and a few thousand of them, even from Jenin itself, show that the Israeli side also understands it. Uh, can we do more? We believe that we can do more to encourage the Palestinian Authority and the Palestinian people on the ground uh, uh, not to be involved on terrorist activities. We can do more and we need to do more. Is it possible within this government where there are differing views on that point regarding the stance toward the Palestinian Authority? My answer is yes. Is it easy? No. Who needs to lead it? The Prime Minister himself. We believe, and I personally believe, that the Prime Minister understands the damage that uh, this policy caused. And he tried to play the game between Smotrich and Bengvir and the others, but he understands the damage. Now, if you understand the damage as we believe that you understand, you need to uh, find a way, even though we understand the political situation, uh, and that you are rely, that you need to rely on those two uh, people, but you need to lead and you need to think and you need to act according to the real Israeli interest. And the real Israeli interest is to have the Palestinian Authority, not because we like them, not because they uh, just uh, 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 became members of the Zionist movement, because the main reason is that the alternative of having them is to have the Hamas. And to have the Hamas uh, not only in Gaza, but to have the Hamas also, the Hamas and the Islamic Jihad, and even other organizations in the West Bank. If the Israeli policy will be uh, uh, again and again and again to try to attack, not only by words, but also on the ground, to attack the Palestinian Authority capabilities, the results will be a Palestinian Authority that will not be able to do the job for them and for us. And uh, we will have to send our people, our soldiers, our uh, boys and girls into Jenin to do what somebody else can, uh, can do not only for us, but also for them. And I think that this is the main point. I don't think that the main point is to go into the, uh, you know, small tactical uh, reasons and, and uh, will the operation will take place uh, today, another day, uh, another hour or so. We need to ask ourselves what is the real uh, direction, what will come next. Uh, we understand that the Israeli forces will go out of Jenin and, and what next? 
the, the main reason to have or to launch a military operation is not the military operation itself. The main cause is to find the way to allow the uh, uh, leadership to go on on other means, on civilian means, on policy that will encourage uh, not the radicals, but it will encourage those that believe that with all the criticism of each other, we need to work together. If we will not work together, both of us, the Palestinians and the Israelis, will suffer.